Hello, everyone. Um, we're Random Encounter Productions, and for anyone that doesn't know, I'm Cody Stone. This is my channel. Um, my friends and I engage in roleplay, fantasy, and um, live live plays of a variety of, of RPGs and um, and things of the nature. We here don't usually uh, participate or comment on politics of the day uh, because one, that's not the content that we believe people come to us to see. So I'm going to have to apologize to our normal viewers at the moment because there has come a point and time in which I as an individual and by extension, uh, my company uh, has to take a stand and make a statement. So since this is not our usual content, I'm sorry, we will be getting back to that shortly. But in the meantime, I encourage you to watch this, listen to it. If it helps you express something, if it helps explain uh, a point of view, or an opinion, or just reassures you that other people see you, hear you, and feel the same as you do, um, then it's done its job. Let me be very clear right from the start. Black Lives Matter. Anyone that is going to shut down or reply with all lives matter Sure, you're right, but your semantics are not welcome, nor are they the issue of the day. The issue of the day is the continued systemic police brutality against unarmed, compliant citizens, people, that all have a very clear common denominator, that being the color of their skin. To anyone that has not experienced the difference in interactions with figures of authorities based on the color of your skin, let me assure you, it is real. I have very limited experience with it, but very real experience. I am of mixed descent. And when I am surrounded by my Caucasian friends and have had to interact with police, it has all been very respectful, cordial, and while never a um, easy interaction, not one that I felt could blossom into an event of violence. However, when I am surrounded by my black, African-American, Latino friends, I, uh, I very quickly start looking real Mexican. And those interactions have been far more prone to have the potential of um, violent or unsavory ends. 
they were tenser. And like I said, those are very limited experiences, but I can witness and attest firsthand that there is a difference in those interactions. When you talk about the actions of a police force, it is very difficult to uh, not acknowledge that there are good cops. But again, that doesn't fix or excuse the problem. The problem is that no one, regardless of their job or their position in life, should be able to murder with impunity. There is no other occupation on the planet that sees so little and so few repercussions for poor performance. And that is putting it mildly. I'm sure I can talk to literally everyone out there and say that if you were to make a mistake at your job, you would expect to be disciplined. You might expect to be fired. But most of you making a mistake at your job wouldn't mean murder. And that is what's happened. Not just with George Floyd, but with hundreds and thousands of black people across the country. We here in Orlando are attempting to reopen after quarantine from the coronavirus. We are attempting to get back to a sense of normalcy. We are a city um, drenched in magic and fantasy. But the realities of police violence are very real. And so I think it's important that we admit to ourselves that getting back to normal is not acceptable. Getting back to the thing, to the way things were, is not enough. Especially when the way things were, for a huge portion of the population, was mired in fear and distrust. They deserve better. We deserve better. We all deserve a police force that is not a paramilitary force. We deserve the ability to call for help from civil servants and not fear our own safety or any of the other potential dangers that might befall us. <laughs>
police our citizens. But the system currently treats them as something different, as something above, as something beyond reproach. That is unacceptable. That is especially true in their dealings with the black community. For anyone that thinks um, that I shouldn't be talking about this because I am not black, I respect your opinion. But I think there's a very important reason why allies who are fair-skinned, Caucasian, or a variety of other um, colors of privilege have to. Because the truth is, I have a far better chance of breaking through to someone that looks like me, to enter someone's echo chamber that is surrounded by right-wing or alt-right propaganda than persons of color do. The message has to permeate all levels of society, all walks of life, all individuals. So I'm going to do my best to spread good information, opinions, facts that are beneficial, to help people acquire the rights which we all claim to believe in. There's one thing that we have I've always believed in. And that idea is that we can be better. And that's why I love fantasy. That's why I, uh, I love role-playing games. That's why I love fiction. Because, because they show us that the heroism that we can aspire to that we can achieve. At this point, it's no longer it shouldn't be bold or heroic to say that unarmed, compliant, honest people being killed is wrong. It should be mandatory. If you can watch the death of George Floyd or any of the hundreds of other black individuals who are assaulted, murdered, without cause, and say, yeah, but then you need to look at yourself and dream a little better.
Um, there may be more of these. There may not. They uh, come out raw and unedited specifically because honesty and authenticity are the only ways to address something as personal, as um, meaningful, and as heartbreaking as this. There are no excuses and there are no exceptions. We as a society have to be better. Um, we're going to put a link uh, down below and maybe up right here. I don't know. Uh, it's going to have instructions for how you can support Black Lives Matter. It's going to have links and uh, places for you to donate. And we are going to continue to speak up and speak out. So I hope that this resonated with someone. I hope that this helps in some small way. And and until next time, be better. everyone and welcome we are random encounter productions i'm cody stone with me tonight we have we'll start over there matthew and i'm playing clever stitch the tabaxi fighter arcane archer words words yeah you hi i'm eric and i'll be playing sirak the horizon walker eric kakra ranger I'm Megan. I'm playing Sarai Landir, the Eludrin Glamour Bard. Howdy, y'all. Name's Mars. I'll be playing Talroth Oakenblade, Widow Scout. Hello, everyone. My name is Carlos. I will be playing those in Fahrenheit, the half-orc tiefling forge cleric. All right. Um, so, <laughs> thanks, Matthew. You're uh, so welcome. <laughs> Um, so if you guys were here for the pre-show, uh, you, you saw a very special message from me. Um, it is something that we will probably be playing on the pre-show um, frequently. Um, and, uh, and other messages may come, uh, and if anybody on the channel, any members of the team, have things that they would like to, to share, in support of this effort and cause, um, we'd like to provide them a platform to do so. Uh, also, there is the the link that uh, that the chat mod's going to toss up in there for people to donate and all of that, which is wonderful. Um, we are still going to try to provide you guys some fun and exciting content. Um, and a lot of times... Uh, in my games, in games that I've run, 
in games that uh, that happen on the channel. Uh, social issues do come up. We do our best to handle them respectfully, uh, but it felt uh, disingenuous to try to to try to have those in a game and not speak to the reality of them happening at the moment. Uh, so I'm a little that's a technical term. Um, and unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to pre-screen that with with the team. So, if anybody wants to talk about anything or say anything, um, I want you guys to have a chance to do that. And we'll do some announcements. Uh, we've got a Norse Foundry giveaway coming up this month. I don't know when that is, but it's going to be cool. So, we're going to give you guys some cool stuff too. Um, I don't have uh, a social media. I don't know if anybody knows this. Uh, if you guys have been fans of the channel for a minute, I uh, I suffer from some some depression and anxiety and some mental health things, and a lot of social media just doesn't um, help that. Uh, it tends to make it worse. Um, so I, I don't. So this is my platform, um, and it's one that I'm happy to share with with my friends and colleagues. And um, we'll be doing some other things on like the TikTok and Twitter. And I thought about just making those things, not using the company. But the truth is, is, is that I think it's important. Um, we are a small company. We don't have a, a huge outreach, but um, but there's there's nothing, nothing. It shouldn't be so controversial to say, "Hey, man, don't kill people." Um, that that my company needs to uh, <laughs> not say that um, clearly. So, yeah. But I've talked for a while. I'm hoping somebody else will jump in and stop me at some point. Stay safe. Um, be smart. If I encourage you to go out, if you are able to, if you are not able to, that is fine. Um, but regardless, there are a lot of resources online that you can find to that give you uh, tips and tricks to being safe while you are out. Um, make sure to follow those and follow them carefully because things um, have gotten gotten a little wild, justifiably so, and so. I think I speak for all of us when I say stay safe in everything and anything that you do um, and to take care of yourself as well as all of those around you. Um, and um, yeah, just, just be good, be good. And um, we hear you and we hear uh, your anger. And I know I personally stand with you in that, in that specifically, in the, in the anger part specifically. <laughs> We we all stand with you in, in all all of the aspects, but yeah. yeah. Be kind to one another, regardless of race, ethnicity, whatnot, sexual orientation, everything. Love each other. If you're going out, be safe. Do it safely. We love you, and I stand with you too. Yeah, I know I might not look it, but 
For those who don't know, I actually am Cuban. I was born in Miami. My mother, very, very fair skin. My dad, not as much. But yeah, put it this way. Every summer when I got a tan, you could tell I was Latino with a little bit of the Middle Eastern descent. So little secret there. Yes, I am part Syrian. So you can imagine how the last couple years have been for me. And yeah, I have had a couple experiences with things that went on. But right now, I'm not even going to talk about them because it's not the right time. Because yeah, I can go on normal, no problem. I can pass for white, sure. But right now, there is a bigger issue. Bigger issue you shouldn't have to. No one yeah. should have to. And um, that's more a statement of for anybody that thinks things like that don't exist, um, or that you there was some sort of reason or excuse or mitigating factor or whatever it may have been. Part of my what I said, and I think what Mars is saying as well, is that um, we can tell you firsthand that is not the case. Um, and it, it, of course, is not all cops. It's not all of anybody. But, um, but one is enough. And we've had far more than that. Anybody seen anything, like, good on TV or... Okay, so oh, the season five of Shira. Uh huh. Oh yeah, Shira and, and Airbender. Good, big fans of all of those. Fantastic. Caitlin started watching the last Airbender. I, I'm so, I want so many more reaction shots of her watching Air, Airbender. How yeah. far in is she? Only like three or four episodes. She's still very. <laughs> Very much in the honeymoon phase, in the uh, oh yeah, this is this is good. Yeah, I, I mean, I everybody's like losing their shit, but it seems fun. It's fine. Cute. Yeah. She's, so we have. She hasn't gotten to the Earth Kingdom yet. No. No. So it's like me with the first fifty episodes of Steven Universe when I first watched. <laughs> it. Um. So yeah, that that is a lot of fun. Um. Yeah, this week, just to let you guys know the schedule, we got this tonight. Tomorrow night, Cole will be back. We'll be running Storm King's Thunder. We're getting into the giant portion of Storm King's Thunder. That's been fun. We've been playing with goblins for a couple of weeks. So we will go from small to tall very quickly. Um, on Wednesday, Megan is going to be back running Call of Cthulhu. Super excited for the finale of that one. Um, Thursday, we've got Wild Mount happening. Um, oh, you guys are getting to the to the Fortress of the Dead Jarl. Dead Jarl's Fortress, something like yes. that. Punch, punch, punch. <laughs> Matthew is super that's excited. That's, that's all I've wanted to do, honestly. <laughs> that's how you really feel. I just wanted to, like, as soon as it was dead, the fucking Dead Jarl's thing, I was like, I'm there. I'm there. I'm going to beat up some undead frost giants. That's all I want. And then everybody was like, no, we should do, like, the main story. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> and now I'm lucky, and we've been able to circle back mm -hmm. to what I wanted through the main story. There you go. Uh -oh. So good. 
Super excited about that. Dragon Age comes back on Friday. Um, and Midnight will be happening not at midnight on Saturday, but at um, 8 p.m. on Saturday. So we are we're looking forward to that. Um, let's... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut in. I know you were just about to start, um, but something just happened in the chat that blew me away uh, because I didn't know. And um, they said that one of our people looks like Swedish singer Pep's person. And I'd never seen that picture before, and I just looked it up. Um, Mars, you are a Swedish singer, and I hope you are happy with this. <laughs> it is yeah, I'm looking at eerie. I'm... Oh my god! Yeah. All right. Well, is this the push set? <laughs> somebody put that in in a in a Discord chat for me, or or somewhere. I in the... can I can see a, I can see a vague vague resemblance. <laughs> oh shit! I was like, oh my god, this is great. Mars almost jumped out of frame. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> Oh man! All right, it's, I the, it's the beard. One hundred percent the beard. It's the beard. It's so good. Oh. Well, I guess I found out where the other other doppelgangers went to. There oh, it is. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. I swear, when I was in college. I kept coming across like at least five or six other people between UM and FIU and just over Miami mm -hmm. that people were like, oh, but I just saw you over there. Hey, but weren't you over here last week? It's like, no. Well, that's good. Remember, Mars, in the end, there can be only one. So good. <laughs> the thing yeah, you it's the quickening. Exactly. Oh, I'd love for it to be a Highlander event, but at this point, I'm thinking it's Palpatine in a broken cloning cylinder. <laughs> Hmm. All right, my dudes. Let's get into it. Let's let's do some uh, let's do some some Ding and or Ding. Um. So our adventure takes place in uh the continent of Lickdrot. It is a continent dominated by myth and legend. Um, a world of ancient civilizations that is being explored and braved by the heroes. The Republic of the Black Gem. Our adventurers work for the Magnus Exploratorium, a wing of the uh, College of Arcanum that is dedicated to um, exploring ancient civilizations and studying new cultures and setting up um, stronger relations with them and, and across this bold new continent. Uh, recently, a number of the expeditions around the Magnus Exploratorium within Dorian's Dawn has been <coughs> attacked. Sometimes the students and their defenders have been slaughtered. Sometimes they have not been able, uh, they have been repelled, these invaders have. Um, and so currently, the town of Dorian's Dawn is on lockdown. And um, no further expeditions are, are, are planned at this point. Um, the large expedition that was planned to be traveling to what is known as the Forge, an ancient site of mythical power said to have been where the arms of the Fated were crafted, um, has been put on hold, 
and uh, a lot of things have happened. So our heroes are researching who did what. And um, you guys will forgive me if I am uh, slightly askew. Is there music? Yeah. That's too much. Okay. There we go. Got to play with the music myself today, so I apologize for that. Um, last week, you guys set up a battle of the bards because um, you guys know that uh, there is an adventuring group of defenders that has been stricken from the records. You suspect that they are aiding in these attacks somehow. You also know that there is someone among the faculty that is um, working with these groups, and their notations have been stricken from the record as well. Um, you have not really, you haven't quite pinpointed what was specifically the cause of these um, these attacks being targeted, but you know that the ledgers have been tampered with. Um, so, we are up to, is it the 7th or the 8th? I'm always a day behind. 7th. 7th! According, according to the posters, which have been hung up... Well, then, then it is the 7th. Then the 7th, so. okay. the it shall be. <laughs> We're on the 7th of Apex. Um, so tonight is the, is the Battle of the Bards over at the Hourglass Inn. Um, oh. And then on the 8th, midnight of, of the 8th going into the 9th, you guys have set up a... Um, a meeting with someone that um, is not the Thieves Guild in town, but they are doing uh, transport of, of items. That was sort of your next backup plan. So, you guys have all day to prepare for the Battle of the Bards or to do something else with your day. Um, where would you guys like to start? What would you like to do? Well, we need to get material for the stage still, right? Yes. And find someone who can cast that spell to just build a thing. No, we don't, we don't need fabricate. You just need to build a platform. But like, it's way more complicated than it needed to be. Fucking spellcasters, man. You just get some hammer and nails, you make a platform, you're, you're fine. It's, it's a battle of the bards in a fucking college town. <laughs> that is true. Where <laughs> Where would we find lumber? Well, I have the metal. We could do it on a metal stage, and that would just be god awful, and we'll die. Um, there's some. There's got to be some place that has lumber, right? Um, I'm I'm oh. sure there's there's a carpenters guild somewhere in yeah. this godforsaken college town. Or the maintenance building where they keep all the extra planks. Yeah, so there there is a um, there is a carpentry uh, like a carpenter. It's um, it's a large building, sort of like the blacksmith, but another tradesperson essentially. Um, they keep lumber there. There is no mill in Dorian's Dawn. But there is a mill um, that is 
about a day and a half away. Um, and if you guys, in fact, bring up the map, yeah, gave you guys a map now. <laughs> um, if you bring up the map and you take a look at um, to the south, uh, to the north, and then to the east, there are some small um, unmarked like farming communities, and there are some small rivers that are not uh, depicted on the map, because to depict them would be to misrepresent their scale, um, essentially. So there, there are some, some small farming communities that are, um, grow food and provide assistance to, to the local cities and things like that. So there, in fact, is a mill there. Oh, I forgot to name that Dwarven Fortress. Good to know. I'll update that later. Um, so yeah, you guys can go to the carpenter and, and buy some lumber. Um, I also love that Megan is bringing her um, community theater director uh, know-how and presence to uh, to Saride, where it's, uh, it's, just, it's just a platform. It's just, it's a, platform, just a platform, guys. We're just we <laughs> just want a platform. It's just a platform. Yeah. Listen, you got you got a couple of black boxes. Put them in the middle. There you go. You got Hamlet. You don't need a stage. You don't need a set. Fuck that noise. <laughs> so hey, that's what I did in college. That's what everyone does in college. You're like, it's cool. I'll do a deconstructed version of like every man. Yeah, you and every other student. You and every man. You yeah. and every man. Yep. So yeah, we're just got we're just, just a fucking platform. It's fine. <laughs> well, uh, I've been learning how to use cal uh, carpentry tools from. Okay. The local carpenter. Um, I don't know how long we've been in Dorian's Dawn since we got back. At this point, so, ten days. So you could check off a week to it if you would like. And just remind me, how long is the total of that I have to learn? Um, ten <laughs> minus your intelligence modifier. <sighs> in weeks. In weeks. So nine weeks and a minimum. It is twenty-five gold per week in um, materials and and lessons and and things like that. So, got it. I will notate that down. So, but I can at least take everyone to the person I've been learning carpentry from. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Can I stay back where we are going to have our battle of the bands? Mm-hmm. Hood up kind of keep an eye on it all, all day. See if I can see any sketchy people that I recognize. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Eric and Mars, what are you guys up to? I could start training you. That could work. Training montage. <laughs> okay. So as you guys wax on and wax off. Um, In the comfort of our own homes. No judgment. Um, is there anything else that we need to do before we get to it? Um, Carlos, if you would make me a... We're going to do a, a three-skill challenge for your 
uh, building materials. And I, in fact, am a carpenter. So... Can I inspire him? Yeah, you can inspire him. Okay! <laughs> so what would you like me to roll? Um, so the first one is... So these are all carpentry tool challenges. You are not proficient in carpentry tools, so it'll just be straight ability checks. Um, one is going to be an intelligence-based ability check. That is an eight. Okay. One is going to be a um, strength-based intelligent or uh, strength-based carpentry tools check. Sixteen. Okay. And the last one is a wisdom-based uh, carpentry tools check. Seven. And these are not with proficiency, right? They're just straight checks. You're not proficient in the tools yet. Yeah, so... Ten four. So they are straight checks. Good news, bad news. You build the platform. You get the lumber. You get the tools. You go... You start cutting all the wood. And then you realize it's all slightly smaller than you meant for it to be because you forgot to take out the blade width in the cutting. So you go back, you get some new wood, you do it again, it's right. All the actual assembly, you did great. But then with the wisdom check, when you were like percepting essentially how it... Um, he was inspired. You get a D6. You add can, it. You can Do roll it. a D6. Roll a D6. on, And you strength, you succeeded. So you can add it to wisdom or intelligence. It's up to you. What I said was it was a seven for and wisdom. An seven and an eight. Eight for intelligence. Hmm. I'll add it to the... Oh, fuck. Wisdom. Okay. Roll it. Because this, this is the perspective, right? Yeah, this is like fitting okay. it in the space. Yeah. Did you just get a one? One. You dipshit. Come I on. I just got man. a one. <laughs> I'm going to die on this stupid platform that you built. I can revive you. You're fine. No, no, no. He's not building it tall enough that you could fall off of it. Come on now. We've all been to a college theater yeah. it's not it's not tall enough to die off. yeah like it's it's barely a step up like it's just like gonna fall through off it. the ground it's tall enough to to need one of those like extra sets of stairs mm -hmm. so i can trip up them so yes. it is um so yeah it's like it's only like three feet high it's not very high um there's a step everything is built really well but um so you had to do it twice because you cut you cut twice and you only measured once. So sorry. And then when you find when like it's getting towards uh, closer to showtime, you're moving everything into the outdoor space. And there's kind of a fence and like a. We did say there was like an open air area for the summers. It is summer now. Um, so like your platform, uh, the sh like you went for like kind of a. A nice square like rectangle and then but it doesn't quite fit in the in the corner 
correctly, like the corner tapers in. So it's a little janky sticking out, and then you try the angle. And basically, you futz with it for, for about twice as long as you honestly wanted to. Um, it's going to cost you guys, let's say, 10 gold pieces in lumber. Um, lumber and nails and, and all the rest of that. So, Got it. Um, I'm sorry. It's honest. It, like, you know. Anybody else probably doesn't know. Maybe the bards that actually play on stages, they might know. But, like, most of the people that are coming... To watch, they don't. They don't know. Um, I mean, it looks it looks as good enough as the platform that I've seen before in the past. Sure, why not? Sure. I know. I'm judging you. I love you a little less. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Okay. I'll make it up to you later. Oh. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. Um. So. You guys are doing training. What are you training in? What training are you doing? Well, uh, at least uh, just to explain it, because my nose stuffed up and I can't really do the accent at the moment. Sure. <laughs> uh, pretty much just asking Sorak to teach me some more rangery stuff, because I at least noticed that when it comes to ranged combat, I'm a little lacking. Mm. But I also traded him the swords from Household Rain as kind of a payment for training. Mm-hmm. Okay. But also to give him something that he can use in melee when things get right up in his face. Cool. And, um... Go on, I'm sorry. You go ahead, please. Um... Dozen, uh, do you have a... So you wanted to uh, do more range, yes? In fact, I got a light crossbow here and some bolts. So I'm not great at it, but I would gladly take some pointers. Double training. <laughs> do you do you want to put an apple on your head and me try to shoot it or something? Like I don't know how this works. No, 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 no. I, I mean. Clever Stitch is possibly the best, and I don't know if I'd even trust him with that. Um, no, no, we'll uh, we'll just you know aim at targets, maybe. Okay. Wonderful. Let's go into the forest. Low key, where I'm at my best. <laughs> and I'm gonna find a clearing within the forest. And I'm going to set up on, like, the base of some trees a few, like, targets to kind of aim for. Uh, Tara, are you planning on using, um, when you said you wanted to be better, a little bit more range, did you want to, um, what did you want to use? Well, uh, I've had this, uh, this short bow that I've had on me for a little bit now. Uh, figured may as well knock some of the rust off of it. Yes, I know. Wood can't rust. Uh, just expression, I mean. Sorry, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't had my whiskey this morning. I'm a little out of it. Morning? Never mind. Um, cool. All right. So this is how it's done. And with that, I'm going to try and be very cool with my bow and arrow and get a bunch of really cool hits in trees. Okay. Make some... Uh, make. 
Uh, make me two two checks. Make me a performance check and make me uh, an an attack roll. All right, that will be performance. This will be attack. So I haven't had my whiskey this morning either. Uh, that was a that was a one a natural one on the attack. And a six because it was a seven minus one for performance. Okay. Um, you, so you don't come. I mean, it's a natural one. Here's what I'll say you don't completely natural miss one. the tree, you, you glance the tree. Um, but you, when you, when you let go of the drawstring, you, I don't know, grab the wrong string or something when you strung the bow today. Uh, so you you kind of did like a bird flap and landed, and you released the arrow, and it smacked your hand. Uh, so you you drop the bow and start like cursing, um, and the arrow sort of <laughs> yeah. So like you didn't you didn't put your bracer on or something like you just yeah. Oh, it, about like that like that arm burn that goes across. Yeah. Yeah, Ugh. or when there's an overly tight bow, and the when you let go of the drawstring, it'll hit the part of your hand. Yeah, and and that, yep. that there. stings like a bitch. So you're like, yeah, ah, you. that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. do you do you do you want us to do it the same way, like with the like pain and everything? Like, yeah, I don't know if I can jump that. High. I mean, one learns. Through pain. Okay. <laughs> I will attempt the pain thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead and give it a shot too. Okay, make uh, attacks and performance checks. So the attack was a 19 total, and the performance, I rolled a 4, so it's a 3. Okay. Super good at performing, these guys are. Um, Carlos? Did you get a nat 20? Was it a nat 1? Did you get a nat 1? Two natural ones in a row. (laughs) I'm very glad that these men are not performing in our Battle of the Bards. Let me make it very clear. With their performance today, I'm very glad that it's not them. Oh, and here I was going to multi-class at the bar later. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, I learned as I saw. <laughs> exactly as you saw. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm crying. So, what, so your, your performance was a one. Was that or was that your attack modifier? Your attack roll? Both. Both. You double nat one? Yes. Okay. 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 Sounds good. Um, Thosen, I'd like you to roll. What were you shooting? A longbow? A D8? If he was, uh, it was a, sorry, um, a, a crossbow? 
A cross is okay. Are you practicing on your crossbow or are you learning like a longbow or a short bow? Roll the damage for whatever you shot. Okay. Uh, I would say that I'm practicing the light crossbow because I never use it. Okay. And I'm learning range weapons, so I'll roll wet. Okay. That's what I roll high. Uh, nine. Nine. <laughs> so, um, Talroth, you, your chicken dance is almost offensive to the Aarakocran, uh, and to the, to the, like, the ravens and, and mockingbirds that are in the forest. They see, they, they may remember you in the future to, um, to call, uh, chidingly at you. Um, Thosin, but, but, uh, Talroth, you hit the target. You hit it, you hit it very well. Nicely done. Um, Thosin, you step up, you load the, um, you load the hand crossbow, you fall mid, um, mid flappy dance, and as you are prone, you, the, the trigger goes off on the crossbow and, uh, bounces off one of the branches of the tree and just shoots right back down. And you you shoot yourself with your hand crossbow. For, this is why you don't shoot it in the air. For nine said, points of of piercing damage. Um, Sarak is going to look around at what has just happened <laughs> with such shock. What he as, rocked <laughs> as to how. Three competent fighters who have taken down some interesting beings are being bested by a group <laughs> of trees. And he'll look around and say, Well, uh, now that we all understand the pain, let's try taking maybe a couple of steps towards the trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, uh, might not be a bad idea. Uh, no, the, the first time is always it's it's tricky. It is tricky. I mean, Tauroth, good job. You hit the tree. Give I think it was bad, wasn't it? Hmm. My dance was bad, wasn't it? Uh, uh, it let's take a couple of steps closer to the trees and try. And Let me pull this out of my leg before I take a step forward. That might be good. You know, let, let me help you out there, and I'll do a quick um, cure wounds on you. Okay. Well, thank you. Roll, roll the D8, add your wisdom modifier. Yeah, and... That'll be six six points of uh, healing. Okay. Yeah. As Sorok is casting the spell, I'm going to start paying a lot closer attention to that, because, mm-hmm. like, okay, magic. Rangers do magic. Okay. Mm-hmm. I might be able to pick up on that. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, Rangers do not have a spellcasting implement. So they, in fact, use the... Um, they use the material components in their, in their spells. So as you're watching mm-hmm. him... 
I'm looking up the material components for cure wounds because I've never actually looked for that one in specific. Because um, usually if they don't... I don't know if it has... I think it's verbal somatic. Okay. Yeah, because um, yeah, a lot of spells even have a, a material component if they're if they don't use it. It's okay. just like fireball, you gotta have some back guano. But yeah. hope, hope you have it. Um yeah. or a or a wand or a staff. Or like so I when I think I always think um Dragon Age or, or Harry Potter, where it's like you got a wand, so you use that. You don't use the the random uh nonsense. So yeah it is verbal somatic. Um, so you you hear him speak a few words and and touch the wound, um, and it it doesn't look like a lot, um, but there is uh, there is a bit of of sort of glow, and you're familiar with the healing magic, so but you've never really taken the time to see it from beforehand. Um, so are we doing another round of shooting and performing um, to see if we redeem ourselves, or are we move we moving on? 100% second round. Okay. Second burst. Hopefully not same as the first. Sorak, uh, why don't you give them an example to follow? Or are you just doing... Are you just teaching by, by dictation? No, no. I, I did just roll. Um, so my performance was a four. Mm -hmm. But my attack was... A what's thirteen plus uh, nine? So yeah, twenty-two. Uh, twenty-two. So with a four, um, you guys are starting to hear the the birds of the forest be like mocking almost. Um, Tauroth, you watch the dance, the flapping, and you're like. I hope I didn't look like that, because if I looked like that, I would, I mean, I feel bad about it. Like, I'm uncomfortable with it. Um, so, but you, um, Tarak, you rolled, what did you roll to hit? I rolled, double check on D&D &D Beyond. Mm -hmm. Um that yeah, plus nine. So thirteen plus nine for twenty-two. Absolutely, you get a, a good solid hit in the tree. Shooting trees as targets is actually um, pretty difficult because they are rounded. Um, so getting like a, a solid notch in a tree is um, is good. It's not quite bullseye, but it's definitely in like the ten ring, um, nine ring for shooting, like uh, at a target would be. So yeah, you, you put it where you want it, and it is it is a very well shot arrow. Um, boys, let's see if you can follow suit. I'll let Talroth go first. <laughs> All right, so the attack roll was a 23, but mm -hmm. the performance was a grand total of... <laughs> I rolled a three, and I have a minus one charisma. Okay. Tyroth, you, you perform your dance. You take your shot. It sticks very close to um, to Sorak's slightly, maybe like a, an arrowhead uh, with, like, closer to the center. It's a really good shot. Um, and 
And as you're kind of looking, uh, as as you turn to to Sirak, um to check in with him, you start feeling these like acorns drop on you. Just what? What in the hell? Ah! Hey, uh, Sirak, uh, did, did I do something wrong there? Well, um, you know that uh, the the stance that I'm using is a little bit more for, uh, I mean, it was taught to me by my parents, so it's a little bit of my people. I I wonder if maybe the uh, the the beginning of the stance, the uh, moving around, wasn't necessarily um, helpful for you as uh, as a half elf. Uh. So maybe I should uh, try something a little different then. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, a little more, maybe of that, you know, that that graceful flourish that you have. Graceful flourish, all right. Uh, I think I think I'm getting the idea now. All right, Thosin. So, before Talroth goes again, Thosin, what do you do while they're talking? I'm guessing you take your shot. I have a question uh-huh. since. He was making the stage, and now he's shooting arrows. Are we anywhere near each other? Do you want to be? Well, now I feel like I have to be. <laughs> so so what we'll say is this. He built the stage. We'll say that the Hourglass Brewery is towards the uh-huh. edge of town, right? Yeah. So it's not like a deep wood. They're not outside of the city limits. But very right. much, the like, there's probably a retention pond back there. There are some trees around there. So they're sort of like in the back area um, mm-hmm. where some woods are. So even from the stage, you could go, like, you could kind of see them. Okay. I'm just going to use them all on this fucking training video. <laughs> uh, yeah, inspiration. Please don't shoot yourself anymore. This is ridiculous. So what am I adding a D6? Yes. Please crit on it now. It's not a crit, but it's twenty-five to hit. You do hit. You yeah. You you're you're as um, you're as close to dead center as, as really you can be, um, other than like a natural twenty. So yeah, the shot goes extremely well. How'd the dance go? Thirteen. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Finally, someone's listening. <laughs> I, I learned from uh, injury. Yeah, it. Um, you know, it 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 looks like uh, a competent shooter with with just a slight flourish to it. Um, you get like kind of a quick reload on it afterwards. Yeah, it's it's not bad. Oh, now that was fantastic. I think that might be that might definitely be a good start for the day for for this session. All right. So you guys gather up at the Hourglass Brewery. Um, you are. Are you guys doing anything in the hours leading up to the the Battle of the Bards? 
I am. Oh, that's right, Clever Stitch. You've been perimeter. Okay, you've been you've been watching. You've been keeping a keeping an eye out. Um, roll me a percentile. Okay. Um, I have not touched any of you dice today. These ones, be good, please. For the love of God. Eighty-six. He loses eighty-six gold. That's fine. <laughs> Just be glad I'm not there to be able to touch your dice, because two that ones in a row. Uh, yeah, I'm very glad. I'm very glad that I don't have to kick you out of the room so that I can roll my dice. Yeah, it's like a point. There's a point oh five percent chance. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. If it's gonna <laughs> Murphy's Law, that's me. Um, yeah. As as you are there, there's a, far, a fair number of people that have kind of come and start like asking questions about about the the battle, about like how where where to sign up, um, thing mm-hmm. things like that. Um, you make me an insight check. Ooh. Oh, never mind. I'm proficient in that. Still not very good, but I'm proficient. Um, how about this one? Natural twenty for a twenty-two. Okay, nice. Um, as you're watching, you don't see the the bard that you were looking for, but you do see a gnome that is um, does not look like a performer, um, but he does. The the clothing he's matching, the clothing he's wearing sort of matches in, in color and style uh, very much to the bard that you that you had seen. Um, the bard wore a very distinctive color of uh, of green and gold trim and had sort of a bluish uh, bluish vest on. Um, but the the shirt and cloak of mm-hmm. this um, of this gnome does. Similarly, it, it, it's almost identical in in color, um, and and style. So you could you could sort of see that they probably have teamed up before. That there's mm-hmm. just something about it that tells you this is um, there's something about this guy that uh, mm-hmm. that says he is he is a part of that uh, part of that world. Um, All right, and about what time is he, this that I see him in comparison to the show? So the show isn't scheduled to start until what time did you put on the flyer? Seven, eight. Sunset. 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 So, so yeah, like like seven thirty, eight, because we're in the middle of summer, so sunset's pretty late. Um, so he's around in the afternoon, but there is like a sign up for mm. for the bards. Um, and he, you see him come in. He talks to Quick a little bit. Um, they have a couple of conversations. You, you can see he's talking about the flyer. Um, you don't really overhear because the, the hourglass is so busy just throughout the day. Um, sure. And you, uh, you do see him go over to the to the sign up and uh, put a name down. Hmm. I will wait until after. This person has left the building to go see what the name is, mm-hmm. and also talk to Quick. Okay. 
Um, yeah, when you when you go over, you check out the sign up sheet. Um, it is uh, a hmm. That's super frustrating at the moment. Um, so the guy's name that he put down is uh, called Star Song. Wow, I hate that. Okay, sure, pretentious. All right. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's an L Star Song. Hmm. Um, mm. yeah. Gross. All but. right. Um, cool. Um, quick. I have a quick question for you. Uh, <laughs> ah, 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 ah. all right. What, what sort of question do you have? Um, the, the person you were talking to a few minutes ago, um, as uh, a st- star song, I think. Oh, uh, the the gnomish fellow with the green and gold and. Oh, oh, oh! That doesn't really sound like his name. That sounds odd. That's weird. Um, well, that's the name he put down on the bard thing, so it might be a stage name. Maybe it is. It Maybe it's incognito. I mean, his his lord. I hope he doesn't sing. His voice was. Awful. I mean, really, just. Oh, had sort of... had you not had you not heard it before? Not really. I've seen him around every once in a while. Uh, he doesn't come in here very often, to be honest with you. Um, mm. I've but I've seen him around town. Uh, you know, as short folk, we we you get to see each other in the eyes, so it's exciting. You're sort of like, sure, sure. you're down here with me. And they're like, yeah. So. That seems very exciting. Yes. Um, do you know, do, do you know anything about him and who he may associate with? Um, and let me see. I honestly have, have only really run into him a couple of times. Um, usually I run into him out around, um, He's going to describe a part of Dorian's Dawn where adventurers do get um, get certain gear pieces. Um, it seems okay. to be near the herbalist apothecary um, and and like brewer, so so down in sort of the potion area of mm. of town. That's where Quick has run into him before um, for Quick to buy ingredients in some of his his special brews. And just sure. different medicines and things like that. But he does tell you, he's actually pretty new in town. He hasn't been here very long. I think a couple of months, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I haven't... I don't really know the fellow. I'm so sorry. But, right. uh, yeah. That's, that's fine. I, I appreciate your help in all that you do. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. All right. And you, you bug out. But yeah. Yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, quick is there. Is there anything else? The the rest of the day, you see um, people coming and going, Clever Stitch, but nothing that is terribly um, nefarious or right. seems to be pertinent to the immediate uh, quest. Uh, if you want to keep an eye out for, like, competition, I guess you could, you could do that, but... Mm-hmm. 
It's um, um, I'm mostly mostly focusing on trying to track down the prey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good times. So that's what you get as far as uh, prey tracking <laughs> goes. All right. Um, I will. I will tell everyone before the show st- before the show starts. Look out for Star Song. I think that's our man. That's really his name. I well, I, I think it's like a stage name. Stale. That's disgusting. I yeah. am not the one who made it up, so I would agree. But I don't know. Bards are sometimes a little over the top and gross. Not all of them, but um, some of them are, and you, however, are not. I was doing this for work before now, it's just going to be fun. (laughs) Um, Also, apparently there was a gnome. Um, The the gnome is the one that came to... 750 gold grand prize? We do have that. Yeah, oh, it's wow. coming out of my phone. Oh. We'll oh, see. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's not going to matter. I'm winning it, but... Um... <laughs> Damn. One job. I have one job on the ship. Okay. Um, please continue. I apologize. I did, I, I'm so sorry for interrupting. <laughs> You're good. Um, yeah, he, the the person that came was a gnome, um, although that was not who I saw the other day. Um, but and I will describe the cloak and the colors, and I think that that is what we need to look out for. Does that sound familiar to me? The colors. Um, make a history check. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Um, yeah. A lot of troops do have sort of a, a signature color scheme, uh, things along those lines. It doesn't uh, strike you as memorable from um, from your past, but um, they're. Um, I'm going to say that that you you have probably heard rumors about a um, about a bard or a troop uh, that that a bard that travels with sort of like a sideshow troop attraction, um, not quite festival or circus that big, but people that do a little more like street performers, um, but they they have a a um, reputation. A couple of them for putting on. Um, good shows, and then they usually do some sort of um, large-scale nighttime event before skipping town out of out of a city. So. Uh, what else would you guys like to do? Are we ready to get into Bard a-battling? 
I'm just saying um, she's coiled more copper. Okay. She's turned them into rings mm-hmm. and bracelets and like armbands, and she's changed dresses so you can actually like see some skin. Okay. But she, she just loaded up on message. Okay. In case something happens. Yeah. Her skin's starting to turn green. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna change up, I'm gonna change up my outfit just a little bit. And just pretty much I'll just be kind of wandering through the crowd, just kind of keeping an eye out for people. Okay. Great. Um So, if there's no other preparations to be made, I would like one of you to... Uh, so, right, since this is your Jimmy Jam, uh, when you get the chance, roll me a percentile, please. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Okay. Pretty good. So there are um, for seven hundred and fifty gold pieces. There are so many people that turn out uh, that it is standing room only. Um, you get you get probably. Um, God, yeah, like, like I'm going to say 40, just to round it up. Like, after 40 entrance, you're like, fuck it, we can't, we gotta, we can't take any more uh, performers. How are we going to get through 40 people in a, in a night, right? So, um, so that's about where you, where you cap it off. Um, you guys take in... Um, two silver pieces ahead, up to uh, as as many as the the outdoor venue can hold. Uh, I'm gonna say it's it's probably 150 people, maybe. Um, Thosen, I need you to make me a uh, an emergency carpentry check uh, for for strength a strength based carpentry check. Uh, strength-based, that yep. is... a six. That is a six. Okay, so the stage is... So you guys weren't expecting to have to, like, see people out in the yard beyond the, um... Beyond the, um, the, like... You were like, "Oh, we're just gonna we're gonna do this area. We just need a small stage." No, you you you're like very quickly trying to like shove beams up underneath it uh, to like get it up higher. Um, quick is is kind of panicking because uh, you know if you guys don't, it, it, a lot of people came to see music, hear music. You know, um, it. Are any of you going to try to collect pe- for money admission from people that are not 
within the um, like official sitting area. Talrod's giving me a big, uh, big yes. Um, Sirak, what are you up to? Well, Talroth, roll me persuasion check uh, as you are doing that. And then Sirak, let me know what you are up to. All right, so that is a total 15 for persuasion. Okay, nice, nice. Um, you do a pretty good... You do a pretty good job of um, of convincing people to 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 pay, and you let them know, hey, we're gonna we're gonna boost up the stage. You're gonna be able to see it. You're gonna be able to hear it. Like you're out there selling and hyping. Um, so you continue. Are you gonna charge them the full two silver, or are you gonna go for like a one silver discount? Because they're in the standing seats. If they're cooperative. Once over discount. Also, if they're cute, once over discount. Guy or girl doesn't matter if they're cute. Sure, sure. But if they start giving me attitude, I'm not even bringing up the discount. Okay, uh, sure. Roll me a percentile to see how many are cute enough or cooperative enough for for the discount. Fifty-four percent. Fifty-four. Okay, so we're yeah we're gonna say there's like another hundred people out there. Um, or I, I think that's a, a fair assessment. So 54 of them, 54 silver right there for the other 46, two silver, um, normal, normal price for, for them. Uh, thousands out there collecting things. So rock, what are, what are you up to? So I want to be, uh, sort of the eyes in the sky, mm-hmm. uh, cause I know what, because uh, Clever Stitch just told us what the guy he recently saw looked like and what the guy he saw before looked like. So I kind of want to keep an eye out, see if I can see them when they get there, whom they talk to, that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, make a perception check. Not good, guys. It is perception. Uh, that'll be a that'll be a total of six. Okay, total of six. Um, rolled a natural one. You see, you see all the people, but you keep getting distracted by things that are um. The things that are interesting to watch, but just not pertinent, right? You you see a couple of yeah. like the bards practicing. You see some some guys that like wanna be bards. They clearly have no like rhythm. They just are like desperate to try for to like win seven hundred and fifty. You know, they're they're the college kids. They're like, fuck it, we're entering. We're gonna we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go like bring a a, a bucket and some sticks. Or like a, a jug drum band or or something like that. Um, you're 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 seeing maybe somebody that that is like trying to pickpocket people. You're watching this one guy who who's real kind of skeezy hitting on on people. Uh, you're watching all the classic um, all the classic party events, right? Uh, the the girl that is only talking to people so that they'll buy her a drink. And she's getting like oddly sloppy 
as as the as the day is going on um you know so so you're like you're seeing all this and you're like oh whoa, whoa that's interesting but nothing that is actually pertinent to to the mission unfortunate all i'm saying is i have a 15 for my passive <laughs> yeah and and when if somebody tries to sneak up with on you or something like that then then yeah you just 100% <laughs> you just don't um you just don't recognize the star song <laughs> or or the little gnome dude whose picture I did post in the chat. Okay. Yes. Everybody got that. Do we have a green room for the bards? No. By any you, chance? You, like you a have... place a place to collect them before they go on? Um I think will you tell me how would you like to do that? There is no official Wait. room. And it's so compact. Uh, you might be able to like stuff them behind the hourglass in, um, back in like the. Uh, I'm gonna just floor to describe it: the swamp retention area. You know that that brief okay. field before. Yeah. If gross if underbrush. we can, if we can, I would like to try and jam as many of like a. Come here to check in and wait before you go on because I want to keep an eye on all of the bards coming in so that I can try and keep an eye out for star song. Cool. Uh, make a, uh, make a percentile roll. All right. Don't fuck me. 39. 39, yeah. So of, of the 40 of them, you get um, 39%. Uh, you, you, get a, you get a fair amount. Uh, now just roll me, roll me a... I'm going to roll something in secret. Um, okay. So we will, we will see if you, get the, if you get the star song in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you actually do collect him. He he shows up. Uh, you do recognize him also by the colors of his of his clothes. Um, he is a striking elven bard, uh, long blonde hair. Um, you can tell he's he's done a little bit of. A lot of people are either in like stage makeup or they're in um, like glamours, uh, sort of magical visages. For, to aid in the performance and things like that, his sure. you can tell is is he is a professional performer. He his is done very well. Hmm. So, um, right. yeah, but there's a fair fair number of of bards out there that you are just you can't hunt them down. Like they kind of check in and then they're like, "I'm gonna all right, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go check on my friend. No, I'll be here before showtime. Excuse me, excuse me." And then, the, then they're like fucking gone, and fucking performers, right? God. You're trying to stage manage people that you've never met. It's awful. It's worse. It's just the worst. Um, yeah, I okay. So as long as we collected Star Song, though, that's that's where I will be mm -hmm. to keep an eye out. Yeah, absolutely. You you do collect him. Um, that's right. Is there anything you would like to say at the beginning of the night for for the performers or performances or uh, who's emceeing no. this bad? Oh, is it is Fable. it Fable? 
Fable said she's emceeing, so. Okay. Well, Fable gets the show I'm, underway. Um, okay. Um, are you going on last, or are you guys going in some sort of random order? I don't know. Well, we have, what, 40, right? Yep. Yeah. Can we have us go, like, 26 or some shit and have Star Song be... <clears throat> I don't know what's what's what was our plan on how we were going to capture him afterwards? Are we capturing him? Are we chasing him down? Are he we... never made it that far? Would you guys like to do a flashback? I thought that you guys might have in... talked about that yes, last week. Would you no, like to do a flashback and you discuss your plan? Yes, please. A la Honey Heist, definitely. Yes, please. Okay. I remember this one time. <clears throat> So earlier in the day, uh, just after Thosin has shot himself, and you guys are are recuperating <laughs> your um, arrows, the stage is, is set, and all all of that. Um, what? Uh, please, you guys can can go for it. All right. So we have the stage set. People perform, perform. we give them 750 gold at the end. Preferably we keep that gold because we give it to you, Saride. And this mysterious bard shows up. He performs. Do we let him go and follow him discreetly? Do we tackle him at the end and, ah, it was all a farce and we've tackled you and captured you? Do we... Not let him perform at all. If you'd like, I could try to talk to him backstage and get some information. It's not a Mobile bad region. idea. I the the one the one thing that I do worry about is whenever I first encountered this bard, he was performing Wonderwall. Which was a thing to be concerned about in the first place. Oh, but the second the second thing I was concerned about is that I wasn't chasing him. I was chasing, I believe he was a half orc. Um, and I believe that this bard used some magic to help the runaway thief blend into the crowd and perhaps change his appearance. And if we let this bard perform and then let him leave, there's no particular telling that he will stay appearing as he was at the show. And then we can't track him down. You're right. But I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't, I don't... So, I might have this one in the bag. Alright. I, uh... <clears throat> one of the things I can do is I can kind of mark my prey. Um, like, if I'm hunting something, I can... I can pay attention and have really good, um... Knowledge of where it is and about it. And also, I get... It's easier for me to track it. Alright. Oh, and that is, that is damn useful. 
and I can I can keep I can make it last for about an hour. All right. So if, from if we have him perform, if we ever perform close to the end, I don't know how long this will be. Probably longer than an hour. If I've ever been, if I've ever been to a concert, literally ever. Um, <laughs> so we could have him perform last, second to last, and then. As exiting the stage, I can, I can, uh, I'd be able to uh, cast it on him. Would he? Would he know that he's had something cast on him? One second. Uh, range, mark, mystically marked creature, D6, target, hit attack, you have advantage, check, you target drop zero, hit, doesn't say anything about they notice, and all it takes is some verbal components and 90 feet. Alright. Perfect. Are we, just to be clear, are we only giving out one award, there's no runner-up, second runner-up, best in show, best... No. There's one. Thank if God. You start oh, right. it into your own money, then you can. No, can no, no, no. I'm, I'm wanting to make sure that there isn't an hour and a half of award ceremony after the competition. No, it's a battle of the bards. If you ain't first, you're last. Thank God. All right. Then yeah, I, I think that would be. I think that's the plan. Let him perform last or second to last. Maybe second to last, just so that he doesn't think it's suspicious and catch wind of anything. Um, just uh, for my uh, edification, uh, did we just want to talk with him, or what is it we wanted from him specifically? Because do we think he's doing the memory thing? I. The reason that we came across him was because... We were trying to get to... Hold on, I have his name. Give me just one second. Alan McLaren, the head of uh, the anthropology. And as as Treasure and I were going over there, we saw that um, his door, the lock on his door had almost been picked. And we sort of interrupted it, we think. And I was able to find this orc... And I chased him. Then there was the Wonderwall Bard, and he went into the crowd. And then Wonderwall Bard changed him into something else. And then we think, I at least think he is the connection to finding out why this thief was trying to break in and theoretically steal the key to the stuff, to the, to the ledgers. ledgers. Yes. Okay. So, at yeah, least, we definitely want to get him to talk to him. All yeah, right. at least that's what my red string conspiracy theory board says, as you can see here. <laughs> I'm going to make that a magic item one day. The conspiracy <laughs> board. Every single one of my characters will get it, no mm-hmm. matter who mm-hmm. they are, how intelligent they are. At some point, a conspiracy or, will be. Or I want it to be the red string of mystery, right? So whatever mystery you have... If you tie it on to somebody or something, it will become entangled in the mystery in some God way. Bless. You you won't know how until the very end, but but it'll but it will. God bless. 
going to be the difference between like uh, any one of those mystery boards on Castle versus any of the ones made by Charlie Day and yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what the mail does? This dance break's brought to you by Cola Raving. <laughs> Cola Raving, the new, freshest sensation that reached the nation. Cola Raving, the best drink anyone can have. Cola Raving, the fragrance brought to you by... I don't have a person. The so, uh, just so you know, also, I had that all going on at the same time I had the... Um, the Twitch stream going, and the the delay really messed with me. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, welcome, Cole. So Carlos has had some technical difficulties. It's been a struggle that we have uh, been trying to help him through for for a while. Uh, we we got uh, uh, we got an hour of solid stream out of him. Um, we're going to continue to try to help him through that. We miss Carlos. Uh, but we are also happy to have Cole with us. So welcome, welcome in, Cole. Um, you guys have just finished planning your heist or kidnapping, adult napping, star song napping, whatever it may be. Um, back to the present time. Is that is that what we're saying? Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get Why into not? it. Okay. Um, so Fable has begun emceeing the events of of the evening. The crowd is uh, is raucous. You guys have started a, a few minutes late because nothing ever starts on time. Um, we are we are sorry. Just it's a fantasy, but it's it's not that much of a fantasy. Um, so the crowd is very anxious and um, and sort of eager to get into the excitement of of the performances um for for this evening um let's see so you are putting star song on second to last yes okay um what number is saride going on somewhere in the Back half, but close to the middle, maybe? Yeah. Lower okay. middle? Okay. 20, 30, 30, 32, 20. Some, somewhere around there. There are 32? 40. There are, there are 40. What? Mm -hmm. 750 gold is a lot of gold for a grand prize, my dude. Yeah, that man. makes sense. You guys set, so you're setting somebody up on a poor life schedule, like one for years. Uh, for, you know, but also, also, we're offering gold to college students. Yeah, that's so true. We're offering money to college students for singing a little bit. <laughs> I felt, I felt prey to that. Come on, so everybody! Oh, so we're running like Drakti and Idol. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You guys are welcome to the voice. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't roll good enough on the carpentry check to have spinning chairs. I'm sorry. That's just. That's just the truth. Damn uh, it! I, I don't have a red button. To, damn it! <laughs> Next Throw time. Throw one off the ship. This is the proof of concept. That's that's what's going on here. Um, so I am going to, in secret, here 
roll um roll some some uh some checks for people. Did Cody have to like come up with like forty bards now? I uh, I'm ro uh, so no, I'm not rolling for forty of them because because <laughs> thirty of them aren't going to be worth anything. We we cool. I'm come on guys, 40, 40 musicians show up. You're going to tell me that ten that more than ten of them aren't in the uh, aren't like potentials to win. Fair. Right. Like, running, honestly, 10, 10 no, is not generous. It's like, yeah, 10 is super generous. Yeah. It's like 40. Normally it's like four. Yeah. Four of them might be winners. Right. Especially if we're looking for like a one grand prize winner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, Cole, you are accompanying Olorun. You're accompanying Saride on your, on your violin. Nice. Uh, then we would. I would like to start with um, with you, Mister Olaroon, making me a performance check, a violin proficiency, charisma based performance check. Or okay. so I will. I will give you a choice. I'm. I'm pretty sure I know the answer. You can do charisma or dexterity. Um, charisma. You are attempting to perform with her. Uh, dexterity uh -huh. is purely the like. I'm going to back up and just and just fiddle. Uh, well, I think performance check is uh, more his speed at this moment in time. Great. Um, and I can add my proficiency bonus to it. Are you proficient in the instrument you are playing? I am. Then yes, you may. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Excellent. Yep, yep, Excellent. yep. Ooh. Um... That's a 14. Okay. Total of 14. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you are... You're better than 30 of the 40. But your your performance is, is, is helpful. It is sufficient. It, it does enhance... Um, so what? But it's not quite enough to uh, give her advantage. Um, but what I am going to no. Well, yeah, it succeeded. You get advantage on your performance checks, right? As he helps you. Sixteen. Okay. 16 with advantage? Uh, yeah. Okay. Otherwise it would have been 10. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Double checking, double checking. Okay. So you guys, um, you get up there, you give, you give a good performance. People enjoy it. Um, as the night is going on, I'll let you know the first the first person that gets up there that can really perform is like clearly a student amateur um, is somebody that doesn't isn't um, isn't like a trained bard 
but they can they can belt super well. Um, so so they're the first ones to like really get the the crowd going. There are some solid performers throughout the rest the rest of the night. Um, like the diva of karaoke, like that person. Kinda, yeah, but not but not with the pretension of it. Like it just like. Like so, you know they 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 were humble enough when they stood up. Go ahead, Sarai. It's that one time you and I went to Rising Star, and this girl got up there in her work clothes, still like jeans and a polo shirt, really quiet, really uns- unassuming. Fucking killed superstition. Yeah, it was uncomfortable how good she was out of nowhere, and then was just you know thank you, okay bye. I'm like, yeah, really good. That, yeah. Um, there, the other people that perform are um, there's some solid performers that come through. There is uh, one guy that is like he's clearly trained, um, but he's um, he gives a performance as good. So we're talking like in the 21 range uh, of performance checks at the moment, but he's like just doing the wrong genre right he's like he's like thrash meddling his way through this and people are like that's really awesome it's also not what we we want to hear at the moment so so please if you could not uh that'd be that'd be good um let me see star song kills it star song does a great job they just rolled a natural 19 plus 6. So 25. However, they are not the winner. They are they are not the winner. Uh, there is another troubadour sort of traveling through that is um, in her in her stylings and performance is enthralling. And for a moment, each of you has sort of the the fear of, of like magical tampering or something along those lines. But um, but no, she she just performs super well. Um, to rock, you at the appropriate time cast Hunter's Mark. And Racket. is there anything else you guys are doing during the performance? Well, during certain performances, I would have probably been uh, rolling up the crowd a little bit to get some heckling going on. Oh, right. Hold on. That's right. Oh, okay. Because of the building check, I have to check something. Uh, okay. Here we go. Yeah, so... That girl that that gets up there, guys are like, "Oh man, this is amazing, right? This is this is so good." She stops. The crowd is going nuts. They're they're like banging on the stage, right? And um, everybody's like shaking. They're yelling. Feet are stomping. And then you just hear, ah! and she falls as the stage collapses under the under the weight um she pops up only only scraped and bruised um but if if the performing didn't do it 
than the fact that she she got the stage fell on her uh, would have would have won her the sympathy vote for for sure. Um, how, what level do you cast Hunter's Mark at? Um, so the highest I can cast it is at level two, and mm -hmm. so I don't get the eight hours of tracking until I can cast it at level three or four. Okay, so how long does it last? One hour. One hour. Okay. Um, is anybody else doing something during the performances? Uh, yeah, besides uh, just kind of picking a few people here and there to just cart, start kind of heckling some of the other performers, just kind of get a rise out of people. Uh, yeah, I'm going to find some people who look like they might not have paid the cover and just, well, just take the cover out of their, out of their pockets. Sure, make a sleight of hand check. That is a dirty 20. Okay. Yeah, you collect another 10 um, silver pieces, 20 silver pieces. Or, or unless you're... In, unless you're trying to pickpocket just whatever you can get and not the cover specifically. Yeah, I'm not going to push my luck too hard. I'll just get, like, making sure it's like, uh, I didn't see you come in through, so I'll just kind of get the two coins out of them. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. As the money, as it wraps up, as you guys um, are giving up your... Uh, not... My lord, I'm so sorry. Um, as the winner is paid, as Quick is given his, his cut of the door, um, the night seems to be rounding down. Um, I will say, Sirach, you're you've got about 30 minutes left on your um, Hunter's Mark. Um, what would you guys like to do? So, if we're going to do this thing, we kind of got to start moving. All right, let's go. Okay. Um, would you like a survival or perception to find him? At this point, I will take perception. All right. You're, because of Hunter's Mark, it is made with advantage. Perfect. Yeah. I don't think you're trying to track his footsteps or his movements through the wild. I think you're just literally trying to lay eyes on him in the crowd. Yeah. Okay. All right. That'll be 17 plus 5 for 25. No, that's what I don't listen to my math. 22. Okay. 22. Yeah, you you do you do spot him. He is um, he is leaving through the crowd. He does have a couple of friends uh, that are around him. Um, one of them does seem to be the uh, gnome that uh, has the the matching sort of uniform. He is. Um, Uh, you can see them sort of talking amongst themselves, bemoaning their loss, complaining, uh, saying it was fixed or rigged or, you know, 
she she intentionally collapsed the stage on herself so that she would get the sympathy um, for for performing those sort of sort of things. Also, with them is a taller uh, woman, and I'm going to put her picture into the chat. Um, and uh, there are, you do also see the, the orc with them. Yeah, you're going to see, um, you're going to see there's like a total of five of them, I believe. Um, okay. Uh, can I, and I don't recognize any of them other than from today, right? Correct. Cool. I am going to take out about 10 gold from my own personal fund. Mm -hmm. And, ooh, she looks like she's got a big hammer. Um, 10 gold from my personal fund. And I want to fly to uh, catch up and get, like, in front of them to try to stop them. Okay. So, yeah, you, you take off flying past... Um past them you do get about 20 feet in front of them so they are walking towards you now uh what would you what is everybody else up to in this moment i would have been trying to follow sirak along um, hood up trying to keep myself out of sight but just kind of keep an eye where he's going following along okay i want to stay behind them so that if they turn around to run they run into me instead. Okay. Uh, Talroth, give me a... Um, what a check should it be? I'll take... Um, athletics. See if you, just as you push your way through the crowd, try to get around in front. That's an eight. Okay, um, you're you're more along the side of them um, than being able to get around to the front of them, unfortunately. But you are still pretty close, um, so you're just not in the exact position you were hoping to be in. So, there are the portraits of all of them. Just a reminder for for what the team looks like. Um, to ride, Olaroon, what would you guys like to do? Um, so I guess after I do my accompaniment, I'd probably try and help uh, help everyone try and figure out uh, what's going on as, as much as possible. Um, so I'd probably... Go wherever I need to go to not where I'm not sneaking and trying to like creep up on somebody. Okay. If I have to look like hired muscle, I can do that. Okay. Um, so you guys are they're trying to encircle this bard um, as as the crowd is leaving, as the venue is exiting, right? So it's it's a big group of people. A lot of people are sticking around. There's still about half the crowd is leaving after the end of the scenario. Um, Tarid, what would you like to be doing? 
So in theory, while we were backstage, I was chatting with Star Killer, whatever the fuck his name is. Star Song, yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, just like brief chit chat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what would you like to talk I, with him about? I don't know. How's the weather? Do you like the retention pond? I like that loot. That's a nice loot. Like my loot, it looks like yours. I don't know. Fucking people shit. And then I don't want it to be all of us converging on this guy at once. So okay. I'm, I'm just going to hang in the back and I'll bamf up there if it seems like I need to. I guess. I don't know. Okay. All right. So. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, Starsong and his entourage are um, are making their way out. They're leaving the venue at the moment. Um, Tarak, what would you like to do? Um, I'm not. I wasn't trying to be stealthy at all when I flew up. Um, I just want to walk up to the bar, Starsong, and I'll just be like, "Ah, oh, uh, Mister Starsong." Yes. I I just wanted to let you know I I'm I'm pretty sure you should have won that. Um oh. I I don't have much but here's uh here's 10 gold. Um really your performance it it was really good. I appreciate that. You are quite the um <laughs> quite the mature ear. You can definitely tell talent when you hear it and he's going to reach out and sort of s definitely scoop up your your 10 gold um and uh you see him sort of pass it off to the gnome who is on the side there and the gnome um with with an odd bit of dexterity and control over coins uh sort of rolls them each of them through his fingers checking their um, purity of gold and and things along those lines um, what did you say your name was? Oh, uh, my name is, uh, Ciroc. Um, Ciroc. But, yeah, Ciroc. I just, I, that's, so, are these guys like your, uh, like your posse, or, I just, I, that it was only you up on stage. Friends, fellow performers at times, um, they each and have gonna... their own. Go ahead. Sorry, I would just be, I, like, immediately I would cut him off and be like, ooh, and look at the gnome and be like, what do you play? I don't really play anything, but um, I've been known to wow and amaze with uh, feats of alchemical mastery. Ooh, I'm pretty good at whistling, see? <laughs> And he, he doesn't respond. Starsong just sort of goes, That was so good, Sirak. We really do appreciate it. However, we're going to be going now. So, um, but I'll tell you what. Since you've been yeah. such a fan. Um, and he is going to um, pull his lute and sort of uh, and tinkle a couple of... Um, a couple of notes out on it and it makes this this very very interesting uh sort of melody as 
as he does. Um, and um, and you think for a moment that something is um, something is circling behind you. You sort of get this feeling like something is is creeping. Um, maybe to, to sort of grab your your purse, um, your corn purse off the side, and you you like star song for a moment. It's uh, hits a couple more notes, and, and you're slightly distracted. But even still, um, as you're turning to catch um, one of his friends from essentially picking your pocket, um, the the string on the harp. Uh, snaps, and he'll, he'll sort of, I'm so sorry, sort of, I wanted to give you a better performance than that, but we do have to be going now, so excuse uh, us. Are you guys going to be around here, or is are you guys more like the traveling type? We tend to travel, although we've been in Dorian's Dawn for, well, at least a day. So, it's a pleasure to see you. I'll tell you what, we'll uh, we'll put up a poster next time we're going to perform in town. How's that? Yes, please. Wonderful. And he'll lead them off. And with my time fading, um, as they are about 70, 80 feet away, I will recast Hunter's Mark on Starsong. Okay. Yep, it is recast on him. You guys watch as Starsong and his um, and his groups, his friends, start to head out. You guys are given the opportunity to regroup and um, and decide what you would like to do. We follow more. Do do we want to follow? Or how how do we want to how do we want to go about this? I I think let's follow and see where they lead us. Okay. Yeah, sound, sounds good. Okay. The trail we blaze. That trail that we blaze. Yes. Yeah, make a survival check with advantage for your for your hunter's mark. Uh, that will be a 23. Okay. Because I can math this time. Yeah. You do follow them. Um, they travel through They travel through the city. Um, I will let you know that they seem to go drinking for a couple of hours. Um, none of them seem to be drinking very heavily, but they remain out and remain social. And it's around the midnight hour when they seem to be heading out into the woods. Um, the nearby woods that surround the town. You guys are able to track them even in the dark, even um, in under these less than ideal conditions. And as you are traveling, um, you follow them to uh, what is a small river 
um, that seems to empty um, that the sewers of uh, Dorian's Dawn empty into. It's not very big, um, maybe 20 feet across, uh, very small, um, but during, during the flood times does rise up. And uh, you guys n know that most of these rivers flow uh, towards the town of Nicobaris. Um, excuse me, Nicobarum, which is that name. Um, named for uh, named for um, excuse me, Emperor Nico, a um, a former emperor of the um, of the period of the empire between republics. Um, a, a good leader of his time, so. You guys have followed them to, to this alcove. Would you like to follow them into the cave, into the sewers? Um, what would you guys like to do? I'll just kick my hood up and just start making my way stealthily in. Same. I'll go. I'll sneak with him. Okay. Um. You guys make stealth checks as as you are approaching. Twenty-seven. Um. That is a twenty-five. Yeah. Very, very quietly. Um, almost so quiet, you lose track of each other. But uh, ah! but not quite that bad. You guys are following them into this, this cave network that seems to um, roll into the, into the sewer system beneath Dorian's dawn. Um, the sewers are... One part cistern, one part sort of aqueduct, one part sewer. There is um, there's a very uh, intricate waterway system beneath the town of Dorian's Dawn um, that does provide water via fountains to all of the citizens. Each of the colleges and housing areas has its own clean water fountain. It, the um, it's not quite modern plumbing, but it is a, a strong magical uh, equivalent, I guess, is, is a worthwhile way of putting it. Um, as you are following them into the, into the sewers, uh, how far back are the rest of you guys staying? Are you um, 60, 90, 120? 60, 60. 60. I'm, I'm saying as far enough away that I do not compromise their stealthing ability. <laughs> sure, sure. I'll be right around up with Saride. Okay. You guys are, are about 60. Maybe Olaroon is, is closer to 80 feet back. Um, if you guys can make me stealth checks as well, 
Um, it's not going to impact their roles because you guys have separated, but just in case, I'd appreciate it. Uh, that'll be a 14 for me. Dirty 20. An 8 with disadvantage. Okay. Nice. Um, you guys continue to pursue them through through the levels. They quickly get out of the runoff area and get into some of the upper levels of those um, of the sewers and waters and things like that. And um, you see them start to split into two groups. Uh, Starsong traveling with um, the taller woman that is holding the uh, the axe. Um, she sticks close to him. They take a turn that you suspect is going to lead them uh, back beneath the city of Dorian's Dawn. And the other uh, three um, actually make me survival checks, the two of you that are up front doing stealth. Dirty 20. A three. Okay. Um, you guys notice that there are that two of them, um, the woman with the hammer and the short gnome, are splitting up. And you've lost track of that, uh, of that orcish hunter. Um, you know that he traveled into the sewer system. There may have been like a secret door or passage somewhere that you guys have have passed, um, but or some at some point he split from the rest of the group. Now there is water that continuously runs um, sort of between you guys. So if he crossed through that uh, or traveled in that for a length of time, uh, you may not. You, that's where you may have lost him. So as you guys are pondering which group to follow, you, you get the chance to kind of regroup. Um, what would you guys like to do? My, my initial thoughts would be to follow the ones not going back into the city. Thoughts? Aren't we interested in uh, in that bard, though? Yeah, but if if they have like a secret lair outside of the city, perhaps. Ooh. That's the... Do we think we might want to tell Alvaro that there is a way out of Dorian's Dawn without getting caught? Oh. Absolutely, 100%. Like, maybe tell him that first, and then we could roll in with some backup. Because I'll be honest with you, we're not doing so great as far as this whole little 
Operation is gone. I so, mean, we're not doing horribly. Right, but at the okay. same time, what's to say that no. if we take out now, come back later with reinforcements, they're already gone. Oh, I don't know. There's not one right way to do any of this. Can any of you get a message to to him from here? Do we have a scroll of sending? Nope. I I think our resident cleric might have had one at one point. We used it because I remember counting. Okay. Or maybe yeah. he has sending now. Yeah, he might just have sending. I don't have anything in the in the loot sheet. Okay, yeah. Then nope. Sorry, I thought we had had that. My bad. I think we. Yeah, I think we use it. And um, <clears throat> what's it called? Message isn't is 120 feet. Yeah. Well, um, do we flip a coin? Heads, heads, we follow them. Tails, we go try and get back up. I, I never thought I'd say this, but I think Teleroth is right. If we leave now, we might lose them. All right. So which group would you like to follow? Um, go ahead and make me... I'll take intelligence or wisdom checks. I'll take either one. Uh, 17 on wisdom. Oh, honey. Five 17 on, on intelligence. Four wisdom. Oof. Five wisdom. Okay. Oof. So the, the 17s. You guys are, are sort of thinking about geographically where you've been, where you've gone, which way the the, the rivers are, are running and things along along those lines. Um, you put together a couple of things pretty quickly. Starsong and his um, associate are traveling back towards Dorian's Dawn. Um, so they they would lead you to whatever entrance or exit they might be using to get in and out of the city. The other team, the gnome and his guard, um, are probably traveling to wherever they keep, wherever their like hideout is, um, which is going to be outside the city, um, mm -hmm. whatever sort of cave area that they're like living in or staying in or, or what have you. Um, you guys also, Tauroth, you remember... Tomorrow night, at basically 24 hours from now, or probably 22 after after the walking and stuff like that, um, you're supposed to meet with people that have a, a organization that is outside the Thieves' Guild that has been buying up small boats. And the boats that have been bought would be able to float down these this like 20-foot-wide 
uh, underground water water base. Um, so you, it's a it's a not a hundred percent, but it's a good bet that these guys have some sort of connection to that and to that process. Um, if any of that helps inform your decisions. All right, at least where my head's at. If it all this has to deal with uh, these uh, lovely gentlemen we have to meet tomorrow for whatever little job they might be having us do, I think it's safe bet to not go after them outside the city and probably best to see what entrance is inside the city. So, hell, if even we need to make a getaway, we know where we're going to get back in and out. All right. Okay. Sounds good to me. Awesome. Right, so I'm going to peel off and start going down where Starsong went. Okay. Yeah. Hurt up, stealth, quiet, and okay. just go. Awesome. You guys can uh, give me another round of stealth checks. At this point, you think Starsong is probably Starsong and his and his ally have are probably far enough away that they probably can't hear you anyway. But just in case for caution, it's uh, it does seem to be worthwhile. Twenty six. Seventeen. Uh, before I peel off, though, I'm going to go to Olarun. Hey, uh, one of the big uglies. We lost track of him. Keep your eyes on the back of your head. And then I'm just going to book down with the 26 stealth. And I same, for, same formation as before, I assume, with the two of us up a little bit closer. Roll the 13 and a 1. Oh. Oof. So, uh, a natural 1 for a 2. Okay. I'm not the stealthiest, guys. Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Sirak, what was yours? 17. 17, yeah. So as you guys are as you guys are making your way down the sewers, um, well, the, the cistern area, you come across sort of a crossroads where there is a um, an area where part of the clean clean water of the underground river, and you guys know that some of the a lot of this sort of flows in from those nearby mountain peaks. It, it stretches a very long sort of underground aquifer and reservoir that um, that travels days worth of miles. Um, it looks like the, this is sort of a built-in place where clear, clean water begins to sort of flush uh, the filth out of the city and, and add it so that it, it flows. Um, and there are a few other points where the water continues to flow down and out and through and remain clear. Um, there is a small ladder, an iron ladder, um, set up into this rock face that leads up into the, the some of the cleaner bits after you guys have uh, stepped through. And on your in your normal marching order, as you guys are traveling through the area I am going to roll a uh, just a natural check I guess it's your nope not doing that 
Um, as Saride and Olarun start to make their way almost to the ladder, um, Clever Stitch and Talroth, you guys have made it up uh, up the ladder. It's only like 20 feet. Uh, let's call it 10. 10 feet. Um, so it's not terribly tall. Uh, and there's the little waterfall there. You guys look back. All of you can hear... All of you hear something begin splashing, like sloshing in the water. And from your higher position, um, you can see... Well, can both, who can see in the dark? Do you guys have a torch? Dark vision. Okay. One, two, three, four. So it's only it's only Bird Boy that's blind at the moment. Um, okay. So everybody except for Ciroc can see the water splat, like something large underneath the water beginning to surface. Uh, I'd like everybody to flip for initiative, please. Awesome. Bad guys are on an eight. Uh, so up top, Ace King. That's me. Ace, Ace. Clever Stitch. So. I see the thing. You see, you see the thing what? moving. It hasn't, uh, it hasn't breached the surface yet. Um, if you'd like to make a nature check, you can. But it looks big. It is a large creature. It's ogre-sized or bigger. Cool, cool, cool. I yeah, I'll I'll make a a nature check to see mm -hmm. what it is. Go for it. That's a natural one! Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> you think um, it's salmon. You think it's a school cool. of well, salmon. How delicious! I will shoot them to try and speed <laughs> them for dinner. Um, so I will. Only because you're a cat am I accepting yeah. this as, as a reasonable <laughs> reaction. Perfect. I want, I, want, I want fish for dinner, so I will shoot Wants a fancy feast. Yeah, it's, I do, I want some fancy feast. That's a twelve for the first attack. Uh, um, it, it splashes into the water. Cool. I caught one of them. The second one is a twenty-seven to hit. The so that splashes into the water even better, and you cool. hear this loud gargling, uh, sort of sort of underground. As this massive otyug um, uh, breaches the the surface of of the water. Oh, cool, cool. Um, great, great, great. You are not expecting otyug. Uh, no. Clever stitch. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Um. D8. Seven. Seven points of damage. Okay. Nicely done. Who is up Those next? These are fucking gross. I'm on a king. Okay. Olaroon. Coming in <laughs> number two up top. Right? That almost never happens. Um, can I get within... I can't get within melee range of this, this thing, right? Uh, it's breached the water. Um, I'm gonna say it's tentacles. You could you could swing out and swipe a tentacle. Yeah. Yeah, because tentacles are gross, especially the ones that have eyes in them. Oh, I hate you. 
<laughs> um, so I'm gonna run up, uh, attack one. Uh, let's see, with my longsword. That's a seventeen. A seventeen will hit. Okay. Does uh ten points of slashing damage. Ten points of slashing damage. All right. Nice. Anything else? Um, uh, can I bonus action hex the big thing coming out of the water? Absolutely. Okay. I will do that. Um, and I will give it disadvantage on... Um, I'll give it disadvantage on strength checks. Okay. Disadvantage on strength checks. There's some visual references for Othiugs for you. Um, no. Okay, that was a king. Uh, anybody between a king and an eight? Sarai? Or Talroth? Uh, yeah, I'm on a ten. Okay, ten. Your turn. Thanks, Cody. I hate it. Blame D&D, man. <laughs> Alright, has the body come out of the water yet? Part of it, you don't see the full body, but enough for you to, enough that you could t- uh, shoot it or, um, or try to cut at it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna pretty much drop off the ladder, and just kind of pull out the double bladed and just take a swipe at it. Okay. So just the one swipe, and then bonus action dash away. Okay. Sounds good. That one. Now one. Okay. So yeah, you, you come down off the ladder, you take the, the swing, um, your double-bladed scimitar smashes into the um, into the concrete, and you sort of cringe. You realize, man, you probably blunted that uh, a bit. You're going to have to sharpen it. So it's going to take a, a negative one to damage uh, your next damage roll for this fight. Um and you take the disengage action, you move past it without it getting an attack of opportunity. Uh, I think that's everything for Talroth. Uh, up next, eight. Uh, bad guy. Uh, I'm a nine. Oh, you're a nine. I apologize, Saride. Please, go ahead. Move up some 60 feet. Okay, yeah. You're within 60 feet. You want to move away? No, I want to be within 60 feet. You absolutely that's are. Uh, vicious Mockery. Okay, yeah. It's a wisdom save. A natural two. That's going to fail. Seven damage. Seven damage as your words speak out and carry across the uh, across the air. Um, it sort of grimaces and, and grinds its teeth in in pain as the psychic damage lays into it. It has disadvantage on its next attack, I believe. Okay. Uh, so, up first are the tentacles. Um, the first one is going to attack Olarun. Um, one, because it heard you, and the second one is going to attack Saride. And then if it gets either of you, it'll try to bite you. So, Olorun and Saride. Uh, so, Olorun, 
that is a 20 to hit and a 20 against Sarai to hit as well. I believe both of those hit. Yeah. Okay. I would like you guys to make constitution saving throws, please. Balls. Six. All right. Both of you are going to... Five. five. You both fail. Uh, you're both going to take ten points of damage. Um... You guys are both uh, diseased and considered poisoned at the moment. Those are two separate diseased and poisoned? Yes, you are poisoned by disease. So, the, But they're two separate conditions? Uh, yes. Okay, just I'm checking for things. For the D&D Beyond, I'm not sure how they put it on there. Um... So every so uh, it's just going to be poison to so just D &D poison. Beyond. Okay, thank you. So yeah, you guys are poisoned. Um, you're poisoned until the disease is cured. Uh, every twenty four hours, you repeat the saving throw uh, or reduce your maximum hit points by a certain amount on a failure. Uh, if you succeed, the disease is cured, and Blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh. Never mind. You're not diseased yet. You're grappled. Now it's going to try to bite you. It's going to try to bite Olorim. The bite is what has the disease. Olorim, 11 to hit. That misses. That misses. Okay. Um, that is it for the Otiug, uh 8 uh, seven. Uh, Sirak. Okay, on a seven. Um, is there any way that I can make light in order to see what's going on? You can pull out and strike a torch if you have one, or a lantern, um, or if you have any sort of spell or cantrip, uh, you can do those things. Or if you know the dark vision spell. Cody, hmm. were the attacks against myself and Olorun a disadvantage? They were not. Um, so the first attack will hit Olorun. Second attack um, against Saride is a uh, natural 20 and a 16. So the 16 plus 6 will still hit. Um, and then the bite missed anyway. So Okay. Yeah. No, thank you. Please, please, please remind me of those things. Um, if I were to strike a torch, would I be able to just kind of like stick it in the wall of where I'm at so I could see where to shoot? Um, you don't know if the wall has like sconce holders or anything, but you could drop it on the ground and let it burn. You're, okay, you're, that would be fine. It's damp stone, so eventually it'll it'll snuff out the torch, but you're not like dropping it immediately in water. So... Yeah. Um, okay, and I have an extra attack feature, so I I can't strike and then attack, right? No, because the extra attack feature only gives you an attack if you take the attack action. 
Understood. All right. <clears throat> um, in that case, in that case, I will strike the. I will strike the um, torch and I will drop it down the ladder so it can be uh, so it'll illuminate the area where the Ugg Yug is. Okay. Yeah, so you so you strike the torch, you drop it down the area. Any bonus actions for you? I don't believe so. Uh, ooh, no, I could do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm going to uh, Hunter's Market. Okay. You go ahead and Hunter's Market. Great. I believe that's everybody. Uh, new round. That is a seven for the bad guys. If somebody could keep track of that for me. I know a bunch of you were on aces and kings and uh, up top. Uh, who's on an ace? Anybody? King? Queen? King. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot where push talk was for a second. It's okay. Go for it, Dalroth. Uh, yeah, so you're going to take a couple swipes and a bite at Olerud and Saride. I'm just going to try to kind of spring attack in, mm -hmm. slash at it, and then pull myself back out. Okay. But kind of putting myself where I'm kind of next to one of them, so I can try to get my sneak attack on it. Okay. That is a second, not one. Oof. Um, roll me a percentile. Sixty-one. Okay. Um, the the scimitar doesn't break, but uh, but it is going to take another negative one to damage as it it continues to to blunt. Okay. And I'll, I'll try to use the bonus action to at least bring the other end around that hasn't taken a hit yet. Okay, so instead of disengaging, you're going to make that second attack. Got it. Do it. And that is going to be a 16 to hit. That does hit. Go ahead and roll damage with your sneak attack. Total seven. Total of seven. Alright, you, you are having a rough minute, my friend. So yeah, you you sort of come uh, running over. You you swing with the larger end of the um, larger end of the scimitar. It sort of swings by, and and you bring the back of the blade up. It cuts, but it's a shallow cut um, on the on the backside of it. Um, up next, we have uh, Saride. Was someone else on the king? Okay. Um, vicious mockery. Okay. Wisdom saving throw. 
uh, with a natural 20, that's going to save. Cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, after Saride, uh, Sirak. Oh, yes, me. Um, now that I can see yes. and I have um, Hunter's Mark on there, I'm going to take uh, two shots at it with my bow and arrow. Okay. The first shot will be a, oh, geez, um, 12 to hit. A 12 misses. It's thick hide sort of bounces yeah. that off of there. Um, second shot will be, okay, that'll be a lot better. That will be a 16 plus 7 for uh, 20, uh, 22. 22, 23. absolutely. Yeah, 23, definitely hits. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Natural so armor of that, 14. Okay. With that, I will use my um, um, planar warrior. Mm -hmm. So that'll be D8 plus a D8 plus a D6 plus 4. Oh, yeah, max damage on that. So 10, 12, 16 damage. 16 damage. Nicely done. And if it matters, it's all force damage. Okay. Uh, doesn't, but thank you. Yeah, so the arrow comes whistling through the air. You guys see a faint glow of the planar energy sort of creep across it, um, and your hunter's mark just sort of zeroes it in uh, as not... It doesn't have eyes that you can see because the tentacles are where the eyes are with the teeth, but you get it sort of where it smells and that deep in that snout, and it, um, it tries to sort of puff it out, but there's just this gargle of blood um, and then you hear it sort of, sort of rear back. After Sirak, clever stitch. Um, all right. Um, now that I can see more of it, I will sharpshooter attack it. Do sharpshooter on the first one and see what happens. Oof, that will not be it with a six. A six um, does not hit. Fuck it. I will sharpshooter the second one as well. All right. Not with that same die, though. What am I doing? <laughs> How about with this one? That, however, probably will with a 23. Absolutely. And I maxed the damage, so it's 8 plus 4 is 12 plus 10. 22 points of damage on that 22 attack. points of damage. Yeah, you lodge an arrow deep in what you think might have been its ear, and uh, and you, you sort of I guess through what would be the tentacled cow devil's version of a of a temple into the brain. Maybe you don't know. It's it's awful, but God, it, the way it screams, you know you heard it. You know you heard it bad. Uh, any Fuck bonus actions? <laughs> any bonus no. actions? Clever stitch. I'm good. Okay. Sounds good. Um, that does bring us to the bad guys. Uh, bad guy. I made a mistake in the tentacling thing. Um, so you're not just grappled, you are restrained, uh, my my friends. And it. good news, bad news, it does not get to attack with those tentacles while it's got something gripped up. However, it does get to do what is known as a tentacle slam, in which case it goes and smacks you two together. So I would like both of you to make constitution saving throws. 
DC of 14. Eleven. I was this close to a twenty. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen. So, Ride, you save. Uh, you are going to take half damage, and um, you are okay. So that is a total of eight reduced to four for you, Ride. Olarun, you're going to take the full um, the full point of of eight points of damage, and. Um, Uh, and that's it. So, oh, and then it's going to try to bite you. And it has advantage, because you're restrained. So it bites you. Well, well, let's find out if it bites you. It bites you. 21 to hit. Um, Ten points of damage, Olarun. And um, make me a constitution saving throw. We go again. Come on. Hey, 17. Hey, not diseased. Nicely done. Nice. Oh, I'm just grappled and restrained. Uh, I'm, but I'm not diseased. Not diseased. That's important. Yeah. Uh, Olarun, you are up. I'm going to try and get out of this terrible situation as much as possible. Okay. Um, athletics or acrobatics, the escape DC is 13. Okay, either way, uh, it's exactly the same. Okay. Eleven. You do not escape. Yeah, that's clear. Um, can I use my bonus action to cast Hexblade's Curse on the giant thing, though? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, then I will do that as well. So it is Hexed and it also has Hexblade's Curse. Hexed and Hexblade's Curse. Double hexing yep. happening right now. Nicely done. Yeah. Anything else, Olarun? I mean, you're, um, you can't move, I, so... Yeah, I yell at them to get me out of here. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, new round. Bad guy on a 10. Queen. 9, 8. 6. 6. All right. So I believe Queen was our highest card. You know, Clever Stitch, I think in the future if we just type out the card number, then I can then I just know to like skip to that. That might help. I'm sorry, Matthew, you're muted, so but you're doing so good. If 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 people just type them anywhere, I can organize them. Sure. But it's but people it's like it's down and I'm like I'm good at pattern recognition, but not quite that good. Nicely done. We'll 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 figure out a system for it. Because we're not all using the roll twenty now, because we don't all need to for disasters. That's the that's the thing. Um okay, so It's all good. Sirak, I believe you are up first on the queen. Well, then I'll have to wear my glasses. And wasn't that who was? Wasn't that clever Stitch on the queen? No, no, I have a ten. No. Who had the queen? You. I I most certainly did not. I had a nine. Oh. Then nobody had a queen. 
Oh. Oh, that, that looks like a queen. That looks that like, looks a, like Q, a Q. <laughs> no, okay, I think it looks like a Q, but there's a distinct lack of people sure. on it. Yes. Oh, that's fine. Okay. okay, then then maybe it's maybe it's the bad guy's clever stitch and I think maybe Sarai. Sounds good. Anybody above a ten? That's the question. No? Awesome. Okay. Bad guy's gonna go. <laughs> um Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna Tentacle bash, you guys. Make a constitution saving throw. Uh, Olaroon. Sorry, I'm back. Welcome back. Uh, please make a, a con save. Con save, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Guys! <laughs> oh, that's 14 points of bludgeoning damage. No! Okay. Um, and then... I, I, I guess it's gonna... I don't know. Here, evens or odds, we'll figure out who it's biting. Evens was all around. Odds is Saride. Gonna try to bite Saride. Um, it bites Saride. Saride, make me a constitution saving throw. No. Do I take damage? Yeah. Bite? Yeah. How much damage do I take? Uh, 10. I'm out. I'm actually, I'm way passed out. Oh. That was five over what, that was five over what I was at. Okay, so you had five hit points. Um, yeah. Which one of you looked? Wor- I mean, which one of you looked worse? Because it it would have me. You all right? Me. Okay. I've been, I've been almost. I was almost bloodied, and then you hit me for like fourteen. So. Okay. TPK. It's TPK. What did we do with an Odiug in the last campaign? Why do I know these things? They were what lived at when you guys discovered you had a landfill. Dumpster, the yeah. dumpster. When you yeah, discovered you had, okay. yeah, you fought like three of them. When you discovered you had a dumpster, because yeah. they yeah. eat trash. They, they eat, trash. eat sewage and oh, trash. That's what it was. Well, they've got me and Olaroon, so they're keeping up their diet. Oh, oh Okay. Um, Don't boo that, me. I'm dying. <laughs> yay! That doesn't sound right. You want me to cheer your death? That's not appropriate. No. Uh, ten. Nine. Ten. 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 Yeah, okay. I guess I'll shoot it? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have much... I don't have good... He- I, I don't heal things. Um, sharpshooter! Um, that's an 18 to Hits. hit. Yeah, absolutely. 16 points of damage for the okay. first attack. Sharpshooter number two. Um, that is going to be a um. Oh my god, I just did this math. A uh, dirty twenty. Sorry. Yeah. Hits. And then twenty points of damage on the second one. Ooh, it is. Uh, w- one more solid hit, and it's out. Perfect. And then I'm gonna run up and melee with it. Okay. To try and just like, how many tentacles does this thing have? Four. Two. 
Two, all right. Well, like, fuck off. Drop that unconscious girl and pick me up or some shit. I don't know. Would you like to action surge to try to drag her out of oh, being? Uh, no, I'm just going to action surge it to shoot it again. I forgot <laughs> that I have that. Fuck. I... <laughs> Thank you, Cody. You're welcome. Jesus Christ. Um, That's a 13 to hit. That it one misses. AC of 14, right? Yeah, oh, AC of 14. Well, there we go. Fourteen. Okay, exactly. But, but I max, but I max damaged the damage, so twenty-two points of damage. That's showtime. Oh, thank God! Clever's, Fuck. Clever Stitch coming through with three hits, uh, <laughs> um, and fifty-eight points of damage. Lord. Listen, sharpshooter, whenever you have a flat plus 30, yeah. if you hit it three times, it'll do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to shoot it through Sarai's tentacle into its head. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's funny. This was... Never mind. <laughs> the arrow goes flying through the tentacle. It uh, it sort of creeps into... Uh, it doesn't... It doesn't, like... Cut the side, no, it gets like in the tentacly like vein of it. And sort of bounces around in there up into the into the brain. The Otiug slumps back into the water, its its tentacles unfurling um and leaving you guys on the ground. Um who is after a tent? Rock, were you next? Yep. Because uh, we have to stay in initiative until we stabilize the ride. Which will be happening now. I immediately fly swoop directly down and I touch the ride on the shoulder and I cast second level cure wounds. And they used to say swooping was bad. Not anymore. Oh, that's good. That'll be 13 plus 2. That's 15 uh, points of health to you. Thank you. You healed me for half. Wow. Also, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you guys are are there. Um, the Otiag is slumped down into the water. So, if you guys care um, to make me nature checks, if you want. Fourteen. Fourteen. Four, uh, close to that. I got a four. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Um, well, this thing has been inside me for the last five minutes, so I feel like I, I know it pretty well. You, you guys have um, an intimate knowledge of each other. You do know that... Um, Usually, they uh, they are good guard things. Um, so they may have been left here. It may have been left here by by the other group as um, as like a guard. And um, it is it does eat filth. So that that's kind of the disease that it carries with it. Um, but you guys. I don't think any of you actually got diseased, so um, 
you guys should be fine on that. There's not much of value on an Otiag. Um, you could uh, collect some of its saliva. It's very powerful, acidic uh, saliva that kind of breaks down everything. But you'd have to go digging into the water to get that, so it doesn't really seem worth it, to be honest. How deep is the water? Pretty deep. Um, so this thing stand. This thing stands up to like six feet. So you figure that the water is at least ten feet deep, because um, it it was far enough below the surface not to um, not to disturb it till it started to come up. Right, and pretty much where it came from would be the only real. Or like the next exit or the path to follow. Uh, yeah, the up up the ladder is the is the path to follow. Um, so that's not really where it came from. It was just kind of living here. Um, this mm -hmm. is where it hangs out. They're they're fairly sedentary. If food is coming to them, they won't go out looking for stuff. Um, Same. So you, you figure, yeah, you figure that they um, the people that come pass by here. If you know where it is and you toss it like something to eat, it'll probably just leave you alone. Um. So you guys continue up the ladder and deeper into into the network of sewers, and you're out of the cave portion into what is much more of a, a man-worked piece. Um, I'll take a. None of you are proficient in stone cutting. So that is apparently only something dwarves learn. Um, Correct. <laughs> but uh, I will take a history check. Dirty 20 from the archaeologist. Nicely done. 26. Okay, so the Dirty 20 and a 26, um, Saride and Howroth. You guys recognize some of the architecture. There is a, um, Saride, there's a very clear um, styling in the keystones of the arches that reminds you of um, Aladrin or at the very least elven uh, make, but but more extra planar elves. Um, however, it is not exclusively extra planar elven in its in its design. Talroth, you recognize some of the some of the ancient elven design nature to it as well. However, um, both of you know or or can at least surmise that uh, the types of stone that are being used that were used in this construction is much more common among uh, goblin, goblinoid um, humanoids, orcish humanoids, um, probably out of the mountains. It doesn't strike you as dwarven or giant, um, but it does speak to a, uh, a shared venture at some point. Um, you get the feeling that the aqueducts and the, the cisterns, all of this was probably... Um, above ground at some point and and something 
almost similar to the patch stone waste has sort of built built up over the top of it um over years uh, uh centuries probably um so there so dorian's dawn is sort of built on a, a very ancient um ruins site um as you guys are traveling i will take survival checks to track down uh l star song also we take a short rest or are we just if you'd like to you absolutely can because i have eight hit points okay i get a dirty 20 for um survival i get a dirty 20 for survival nice 23 survival okay 19 okay yeah and it's just one of those days guys unfortunately um go ahead and if you will say you guys took a short rest if you want to roll any hit dice you absolutely can um there was uh, uh, you guys pieced together there was very little chance of you like catching up to star song um after trying to decide which way to go and tracking him so you're so you're more on the trail now than you were in pursuit of um you can roll your hit dice. Uh, you guys did fantastic on the survival checks, by the way. Even as the floor becomes more worked stone, and there's less natural sort of tracking materials to, to go through. Um, you guys do see uh, the telltale signs of um, sort of dirty footprints, some scrapes of armor or arms from his, his bodyguard. Um, and they do... You do follow them very well. It does lead um, to a uh, a tube. And it has sort of a two-pronged um, piece to it. Uh, so you can travel up, or you can travel to the left and the right. You can see in here... Um, you can see that one way is lit. You suspect that it might be like a forward station or forward base, maybe not a place, or maybe a place that they stay. You're you're not quite a hundred percent sure, but the path up above will lead you back into Dorian's Dawn and back to where you guys um, would now know the entrance and exit from. Um. Yeah, during the short rest, I would have probably taken out my my map making tools and just quickly sketched out where we were, how far we've gone in, just at least what we've discovered so far, mm-hmm. and even just kind of quickly sketching out where this would be, so, mm-hmm. to then figure out if we do go up, where in the city we are to start lining it up. Yeah. Um, as you guys travel up, I'm assuming is the direction you want to go. Um, when you get to the top, it is um, it is beneath a fountain um, that has uh, sort of a, a large drainage hole um, beneath it, and it is one of the larger fountains in town. It is um, far from the main campus, uh, probably an hour uh, walk. And it's on slightly the poorer side of Dorian's Dawn. 
Um, it is a college town, so there is low low wage labor and things like that. Um, more of the worker and craftsman portion, but it is one of the larger, uh, grander fountains. Um, it is. Um, it has been redubbed um, the um, Blessed by the Waters of Sathsa um, in recent years. Uh, you... Halroth, make me a history check. You, since you're from the... And Clever Stitch, you can make me a history check as well since you're from the continent as well. Um, you may um, be able to, to devise some history of, of the fountain. Twelve. Nine. It's pretty obscure, to be honest. You you don't you don't recognize it. The figures. Um, you can see that there were some modifications, some stone shaping changes, some artisan adjustments to to bring this more in line with the uh, deities of the Black Gem. Um, the deities of Rotom uh, since they've been here, but nothing that was... Uh, nothing jumps out at you. Nothing the, the Cat Lord uh, or Elven Gods may may speak to. Perfect. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to do before we call it a night? Uh, not just I would like to mark at least where on my where my map where we popped out. Mm -hmm. See if I could find at some point find like a map of the city and just start kind of laying it over and then seeing buildings, roads, mm -hmm. and maybe kind of predict where certain entrances might be. Okay. So I know that'll be a separate thing. Yeah, that sounds great. That's a that's a great plan. We can make that we can make that roll next time. Um cool guys. Well thanks for hanging out everybody. We, we appreciate it. Um, you guys are awesome. We love being here. We love being with you. Uh, we know that life is difficult at the moment, and we hope we can offer you a, um, a hint of a respite uh, as, we are, as we are going forward. Um, we're going to say goodnight. We're going to see you guys uh, next time. But until then, be cool.